All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode. I thought you were going to break out on this song. I don't have the... I don't have the pipes to do that. You would more likely have the pipes to do that than me. Uh, I don't know. I'm not feeling it today. But, okay. Well, that's fine. We actually uh, are recording this episode in person again. So, the last couple of weeks have been over uh, the interweb. Uh, the, the beauty of talking to each other through a screen. Yeah. It's nice that that's possible, but nothing works like this. Yeah. Where we get to sit down in the studio, yeah. which I'm still paying for, and... Just really hash things out. Today's technology is amazing. It is. And even what we're doing right now is interesting. Yeah. Uh, talking into the microphones and, and things like that. We're so, going to talk now and people can listen later. And that's and that's people fantastic. like doing that. Yeah. People really enjoy that. Yeah. But uh, we have uh, spent some time together the past few days outside of the podcast, mm-hmm. which is unusual. Yeah. Um, I hate that it is, but that's just how life gets. You get busy and... Yeah. Uh, but you've had some opportunities where you're like, hey, I've got some free time. And so we watched a lot of basketball. Yeah. Um, so just a little inside mm. scoop. DJ and I just sat and watched the Women's National Championship yeah. game together, uh, Iowa versus LSU. And LSU was getting in buckets. LSU was getting buckets. They scored over 100 points in the National yeah. Championship, which is exciting. And they were shooting lights out. It was almost ridiculous. But... We almost changed, because of the nature of that game, we almost changed today's topic to referees. Yeah. And anyone that's that's that watched that game, because, uh, of course, this I might even drop this a day early. I might drop this on Tuesday. Ooh. Because we're recording this on a Sunday afternoon. Has, it ever, has the episode ever gone out any other day than Wednesday? I think so. I remember we did that one episode with, uh, I believe it was Todd Faulkner and uh, Jeff Bidwell. Or it might have been one oh, or the right, other. Right, and right. I think we had, it was like, why keep the episode, you know, let's just go ahead and drop yeah. it. Yeah. And it was like, I think a joke is like, episode coming out on a Tuesday, got the girl in the club, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we might drop this on Tuesday, and that would make sense since we've already done it. That's what we'll do. We'll drop, this episode's going to be dropping on a Tuesday, <laughs> but you might be listening to this as you usually would on a Thursday or Wednesday or Whatever it is, but maybe some some fans, some eager all you need to know fans, will jump on the fact that they could listen to it a day early. Yeah, and maybe they'll jump onto the fact, onto the wagon with us, in uh, agreeing that those referees were atrocious. Yes, it was horrible. Getting back to that, because that's how we started this whole little intro, is we almost changed the name of this episode or changed the topic rather to referees. Yeah. And the referees in that women's national championship game took away from, I think, the the players and the teams involved in that in that because the whole conversation surrounding it was, oh my gosh, this is one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen. Yeah, and you hate to see that on such a, a large stage like the national championship. And we're recording this. I know that's coming out on a Tuesday, but we're still recording this before the men's national championship game that's happening uh, Monday night, which is, right. what, April 3rd? So mm-hmm. this is April 2nd that we're recording, and it's coming out on 4th. We didn't have to say all that, but it's very likely that that, that game will be poorly officiated, too. Just seems, just seems like that's what always happens is, oh, yeah. it's the most important game of the year. Let's throw some refs in there that want to be the, the whole thing. They want, yeah. they want to steal the show. They want to be the show. Yeah. And I actually... 
uh, in my profession wrote about, we talked about this yesterday, I think, a catcher in spring training got ejected from a game because he yeah. reached back with his uh, catcher's mitt I think to get that ball. was just having a bad day. I think so, too. It, something was going on. He but, got some bad news but there's the game. But there's this reoccurring theme of refs stealing the show. And in baseball, it's called the ump show. Um, but I think you can you know, transfer it to whatever sport and just say, oh, I guess this ref wants to be a part of the ref show. He thinks it's the ref show, or she thinks it's the ref show today. Yeah. So it's it's a shame that things like that happen, especially in some of these bigger moments. Um, had had the same thing happen in the, in the Super Bowl, right? Last call of the Super Bowl, uh, yeah. a penalty was called, though that might have been the right call. It's right. always tough to just feel like you, you, you sit back and you say, I'm not sure that uh, this was like a fairly – officiated game or you could even say i didn't like how involved the referees were right and that's definitely the feeling that you came away from the women's national championship game with i will say though caitlin clark is one of the best shooters i've ever seen similar to similar to steph curry yeah i would like to see them compete in a three-point shooting contest not a whole lot of space needed for no. her to get a shot off. And when she does get it off, there's like a 60 to 70% chance it's going in, it seems like. And she pulled from half court, similar to some of these NBA stars that are yeah. that are coming up. And so it, it's, it's just cool. And, and, I mean, she's one of the reasons why I tuned in. And so to have that kind of star power to bring yeah. that, well, of course, we won't have access to the ratings right now, but I'm sure by the time this podcast comes out, you'll see some sort of stat that says this many people tuned into the Women's National they said, Championship. They, yeah, they said it was the highest rated women's basketball yeah. game ever i think and i mean you, you could i wouldn't surprise me if you you know considering the teams in the men's national championship game uh it's what san diego state and um yukon playing yeah. in the men's national championship i wouldn't be surprised if a stat comes out and it's like the women's national championship was more viewed than the men's i think that that's possible it is possible i think it'll be very close yeah. i think that the men's will be uh i think it'll be higher mm-hmm. we can make a bet on it i don't want like. to okay. i don't like losing money but it's if, if I had to make a bet, I would probably make a bet on that, but I'm not going to, if that makes sense. I understand. Yeah. So I bet uh, that you wouldn't. Right. I don't want to bet any I'm not betting that I'm not gonna bet either. I don't okay. want to bet that I, I would bet either. So All right. let's just leave the betting out of it. Um and we could talk about sports betting now that Kentucky allows yeah. that. Maybe we'll touch on that. I'll put that down. I'll also put down a future topic possibly being should robots be refs and you know, take the human error, the human component out of it. We'll see if that is uh, worthy of its own topic. But today we've got a juicy one, and I hope that it's going to pull in some some listeners just based on the title. Because sometimes we'll throw one out, and it's like episode 267, Pants. Mm. And people are like, Pants? Yeah. They might tune in just to see if we can talk about Pants for 30 minutes. But And then I, I know we've done... Like running with scissors was an episode, which ended up being great. Yeah. Some of those episodes, though, I don't think have a lot of star power, like Caitlin Clark, right? Right. They're not going to be like, oh, I got to tune in to see this. Yeah. It's more like a a UConn versus San Diego mm-hmm. State. Yeah. But this episode, it's like, oh, million dollar ideas, yeah. and I just said it. Whoops! Before the topic transition, I was getting close to talking about Damn it, anyways, Queen. though. Yeah. So let's go ahead and dive into some million dollar ideas that DJ and I have. This is episode two fifty eight. also the first time that I said the topic before the topic number or the episode number I think 
in the all you need to know is entire run. I don't I think I feel that's like ever I'm happened. sitting in a parallel universe or something. Yeah, I said it's weird before the topic transition. I said this is going to be DJ and I talking about our million dollar ideas in episode 258, and I kind of like that. It was different, but at the same time, it's almost like a tradition. Unlike talking, any other, we're talking about oh my like gosh. any other Masters week. Oh. Maybe we'll talk about the Masters after uh, it wraps up this next week. There's so much going on at this time of the year. Yes, it uh, is. For people that are listening, you know, two years from now, or if you're maybe a sports time. fan. Yeah, I mean, I I realize. Well, the thing is, is used to be really the only thing that you didn't have as a sports fan right yeah. now was football this time of year. XFL. And now you've got football this time of the year. The Battlehawks. Uh, I made you kind of watch the back end of that Battlehawks game too. Yeah. We've watched a lot of television together the past that's, few days. That's what men do. But anyways, let's go ahead and dive into our million dollar ideas. Now, some might be tuning in and saying, million dollar idea? What do you guys mean by that? Well, it's an idea that we think would be worthy of making us yeah. a ton of money. Um, yeah. And so, not or, you know, if somebody listens to this episode and gets on it before us, it might be a million dollar <sighs> idea for somebody else. Shoot, I didn't think about that. I didn't either. Okay. We're too deep into it now. Yeah, though. we've already started. So um, let's just say this, disclaimer, if you're listening to this episode. Don't steal our ideas. Don't steal these ideas, yeah. even though we are putting them out on the internet mm -hmm. uh, and everyone has access to them. So that's I'm more excited. on us, I, I, I guess. feel like I've got some, some really good ideas. Yeah, and that's the cool thing is that DJ and I haven't told each other what our ideas are. Right. So very well could be you say something that you think like, oh, this is a necessity, this is a need that I see that could be met with this invention or this idea, we could have the same one. So I'm really excited to, yeah. to kind of see what, what both of us have come up with. Uh, do you have one more than I do? Right, um, yeah, I, I only came have, up with three. I have two, uh, two that I, I think have some have some legs. Um, but All right. let's go ahead and open Mine up. Mine have arms. Okay, so there's a full body, yeah. right? And then the podcast is the body. I, I will go ahead and say that uh, the million dollar idea that failed is this podcast. Mm. We thought by this time, you know, we sat back, you know, five years ago and said, we're thinking by year five, yeah. both of us have a penthouse in a big city. And hey, you know, and I still have faith, right? Survabo Fadima, Fadim, whatever. Survabo Badima. No, Survabo Fadim. Mm. I think it's Latin. It means keep the faith. Okay. I'd have to go back and look. Well, I mean, we're big on Latin roots. We are, and it, we haven't touched on them Either in a while. Either way, what I'm saying is don't give up time. hope. There's still time. Rome wasn't built in a day, mm -hmm. right? And and we are currently, you know, probably yeah. just building the floating gardens like the Aztecs right now, but we're getting there. I often think about that that picture that I'm sure people have seen. Maybe they haven't, but it shows two people uh, digging, you know, from one place to the other, mm -hmm. and there's one person that was just feet away from oh. getting a diamond, yeah. right? And they it shows them with their pickaxe walking the other direction. They've mm -hmm. already given up. But then there's another person still digging towards just the diamond. getting after it. And you can tell that he's got the spirit and the yeah. willingness and the motivation to get to that diamond. And yeah. so that's what we are, right? We know it's out there. We know it's in our near future, mm -hmm. but we just have to keep chugging. We have to keep trucking. That's right. But maybe if one of these million-dollar ideas kind of kicks off, then we can slowly start to think, okay, do we need to continue this if we're rolling in the dough? But that being said, let's go ahead and roll into some of our million-dollar ideas. Yes. I'll let you go first since you have three. You can do yours. Yeah. I'll go. I'll do mine. You know, We'll just do that until we're out of them. So yeah. 
Let's hear your first million dollar idea. All right. I'm excited about this. Okay. I am too. This is fun. Um, so I, I got, re- I, I sat down, I got to thinking, of course I, we love music. Yeah. Right. I, I, I love music, constantly listen to music, whether I'm in the car, just at the house, doesn't matter where I've always got music mm-hmm. going, but you know, my CDs take up a lot of space. Yeah. CDs. Yeah, they and do. it takes up a lot of space. You know, they they get scratched, and then a lot of times, like I've had to buy the same CD two or three times before, mm. it, so it gets costly. Do you have re- Do you have a record player as well? Don't you have I a do couple have a, records? Yeah, I do have I, I do have a record player with a record collection. Um, so I was just thinking, you know, to to save some space and to save the risk of having to pay for the same CD multiple times, and a lot of times with CDs too, you just get like maybe a couple of songs off of each CD that you really love and then you end up burning those out and then you on to the next yeah. CD, right? Yeah. But I was thinking, how incredible would it be if we came up with something where you could just take, rather than all the songs that come on a CD, just be able to compile your two or three favorite songs from each CD, have it in one place, mm. and then just be able to have that with you all the time it d- take doesn't take up any space. Don't have to worry about it. It's very cost effective. And it takes away from maybe if you wanted to go over to someone's house and listen to some of the music, you wouldn't have to you know carry all those CDs. Right, and my portable CD player with the the headphones. It's just you know it's kind of clunky. It it gets mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a hassle. And so you're thinking, uh, how how would you condense all of these CDs? Would you burn it? Burn all the different CDs onto onto one CD. Yeah, I don't or know if you can do. And you know, I've tried that, and sometimes with burning CDs, you get there's some copyright issues. Sure. And it's, I mean, I was just thinking, and I don't know what the actual solution is. I've just got this idea, right? That is just, you yeah. know, I want to get all my favorite music in in one place. Uh-huh. To where it's not taking up so much space and it's it's cost effective. And you want to pick and choose which songs you want. Yeah, anytime. Um, portability is is important to you. Absolutely. So maybe one could even say something that could fit in your pocket. Oh, that would be incredible. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know maybe you would like to be able to listen to it out loud. From that thing uh, in your yeah, pocket, out loud, or you know, I headphones. mean, I can plug the regular CD player headphones up to it if I need to. I'm not heard, worried I'm about sure that. You've heard of Bluetooth, so you could you could Bluetooth it. Yeah, that would be handy. So, um, it is a good idea. Mm. I, I I do I will say that is a good idea because you saw a need, and absolutely, and you came up with a solution to. I a know problem. other people have got to feel this. Yeah. Uh, I will say though that, that it was a good idea, maybe, maybe fifteen years ago, I think. What do you, because, what do you mean? Because they have uh, the iPod, right? You remember oh. the iPod, right? Steve Jobs put out an I, iPod, and it, you could put all of your songs on this little rectangle, this electronic I rectangle. He just made like computers. Well, he he started with computers, and then made i ventured into iPods. Then we got the iPhone. I know you have an iPhone. Yeah. And they have the music stuff that you can put all of your music on the iPhone now. On your phone? Originally, yeah, it was an iPod. But then they were like, let's take the iPod and make a smartphone and have that iPod feature in the smartphone. Now, they, I think most people listen to music through subscriptions. 
So you can get a lot of people either have Apple Music, Spotify, some pe- some random people have Amazon Music, and if you just pay, I don't know, five to ten dollars a month, you have access to every song that's ever been created at your fingertips. And so, wow, um, I would check into that because okay. it was a, I, it I'll was look- a million dollar idea for sure. Yeah. Just sixteen to twenty years ago. Okay. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. So yeah, check into the. I guess the, I'm just a little behind. Check into the iPod and the, and the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, iPod you probably can't get anymore because they're obsolete. So thinking wow. of that, like your original, your idea that you just described to me is now kind of obsolete itself. Wow. Okay. So um, maybe we should have screened these uh, before we started, but not well, a bad idea. My, not a bad other, idea. My other two are good, and okay. I know that they're. Okay. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Not yeah. a bad idea at all. All right. So now I'll get into my million dollar idea. Okay. I have this idea, and I thought of this, and, and a lot of people go through this this period of life where you're dating, yeah, right? You're mm-hmm. you're you're talking to this person, you're talking to that person, mm-hmm. um, you talk to this person for a while, and then you break up, and then you go to another person, you talk to them for a while, and, you, and then maybe that doesn't work out mm-hmm. either, right? All that being said, I've got an idea, and I think this is a really good idea. Relationship insurance okay oh so so hear me out here what you would do is just like any insurance that you have right could be your car could be your home insurance uh life insurance whatever it is right and with all those things you usually have to go and talk to someone about you know how how much of a liability you have Mm -hmm. um you know depending on your situation you know you might have to pay more if you're high risk or low risk things like that Mm -hmm. so it would it would all play into that the main idea, though, is think of maybe relationships that you've been in the past. You spend a lot of time with a person and you spend a lot of money on that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you break up and you're like, well, there's. Was, yeah. What was that all for? And you don't even want to know the the, imp- the, like the, the total, total. Yeah. That you spent on that other person. And let me go ahead and, and preface this with I think every relationship is important because. Every time you're in a relationship, you learn something, you grow, the other person grows, and then everything kind of works itself out in the end, right? But if I could have the money back. If you could have the money back. And that's the idea with relationship insurance. So you and your significant other Mm -hmm. would go to, and and people are going to say, is this a prenup? No, no, no. No. This is before marriage. This is just the dating life, right? So you go to this relationship insurance uh agent, right? They sit you down and they, they ask you some questions to determine how likely you are to pro- possibly succeed in your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so if it's a high validity, right? Or volatileness, I don't know what you would say. I don't know. Anyways, if, if it seems like you would probably break up, you would have to pay a higher monthly fee, right? If it seems like you have decent connections and maybe they interview the two people separately, but if it seems like you guys have good connections and you seem like a good match and it could go all the way and you could get married, they'll probably charge you lower per month. I like that. This. That money that you pay per month, let's say it's $5 a month, $10 a month, whatever it is, goes into a fund, right? And you maybe have a card or some something that keeps track. If any time, if you bought something for your significant other or you took them out to dinner or whatever it is, whatever money you spend on them, you use this card. And then it banks the information to let them know, like, okay, you spent this much on this person, or the other person spent this much on this person, right? And just keeps track of it. And if you were to break up, the person that breaks up with the other person 
the contract is void for them. They chose to bro- break up with the other person. So the person oh. that is broken up with gets however much back, maybe 50% of the total insurance that the two people paid goes to them. Okay. If the relationship works out and they get married as soon as the vows are read. So not whenever it's like they sign the certificate. It's like at the at the ceremony or whatever it is. They bring up a box. They bring up a box and you just you just like throw the car, the card in the air, lock it up, and that's it. So you don't get any of the money back. So it is a loss. Oh. It is a loss totally for the money. But you found your soulmate. So it was there just in case something were to happen, if that makes sense. Okay. But then the marriage itself ends that contract, and then the relationship insurance company would get to keep the money. So that's why whenever you would sit down and kind of figure out what kind of relationships you have there, you would only like, oh, this relationship's probably going to be good. And then the whole idea is that the relationship insurance company makes money regardless, but they make more money if the relationships succeed. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it'd be difficult to determine all the numbers and stuff. I like it. I have questions. It's not a total loss if right. you were to break up with a with a person. And maybe maybe some of the money goes to the other person too if they break up. But that's the big thing. Yeah. If it's a mutual breakup, it's it's fifty fifty. But if it's like, hey, I'm done, or if the other person like you know cheats on the other person, then then so they get the whole money. If it's mutual breakup, yeah. Both people get money. Fifty fifty, yeah. Which and it's like half of what the their monthly payments added up to Mm -hmm. and there'd be some other sources right because you'd have ads and you'd probably have some supporters so it's a pre -pre prenuptial agreement it's a pre prenup basically interesting but it's a decent idea and it's like and just think of all the times like oh gosh i don't know how much i spent on blah 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 yeah and it'd be like well and then at least if you break up and then like you get on your online banking and it's like six hundred and forty dollars added to your account yeah well, all right that's good yeah that's you know, a plus pulls you out of a of emotional state of where you might be sad depra- yeah you're like oh well i now got 600 bucks i'm gonna go I'm, i think i'm gonna go to a st louis cardinals game yeah something like that oh that's what i do now do here's think? not a bad idea right? i love it i now i think you also will run into some issues with that with uh insurance fraud insurance fraud yeah it'd be like relationship fraud it'd be like relationship arson yeah but the big thing is to kind of avoid that fraudulent activity is if they get married, hey, that, yeah. the, the contract's over and we accept all the money. And then you stop paying those payments, of course, because it doesn't. We, we wouldn't deal with marriage. We would just deal with the, because that would be bad. Like if you get married, you should you should have a good idea of, hey, right. this is probably going to work out. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I like it. Okay. I think it's I think it's a grand idea. I've still got to figure out the numbers and and yeah. if if it's moral or not, but. If I can get past those things. I think we're past the point of really thinking about ethical sure. in, in today's time. Yeah. Well, that's that's my first million, I like million dollar idea. So, all right, now you see, like, that was that was something. You don't see that. That doesn't exist. So let's see your second one. I, I feel like now you're more on track. You understand yeah. that iPod one was just like, you know, whoops kind of thing. Right. And now what's your yeah. second million dollar so idea? So uh, another thing that I was thinking about. Okay. Uh, it, and it occurred to me the other day. I was on my lunch break. Mm-hmm. And uh, I only get an hour for lunch, which I, I mean, I just probably pretty standard, but I'd say so. Yeah. Every time it seems like on a daily basis, or I mean, I try to pack my lunch as much as possible, but on the days that I have to go out and grab something for lunch, it takes forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes so long and you got to drive there. I got to drive there. And then when I get there, it's like a 30 to 40 minute wait. I got to get out and go in and my f- order and 
sit down and eat, and I, I keep getting in trouble at work because you come back after I, I come back late, break. and I just uh, I don't know what you want me to do, guys. I can't pack my lunch every single right. day. Sometimes you got to go out. Yeah, and so I, it hit me. It's like, what if there was a way that I could go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and when I order my food, they already have it cooked. Like they, it's not so much like they know what I want. It's not telepathic, right? Right. No, no, no. It's not like they know what I want, but it's like they just, they prepare, like they have this selection of food. They know that these are the things that people are going to buy. So they kind of pre prepare them. Uh And then as people come up, they're like, Hey, can I get a, you know, a double cheeseburger, a fry, and a medium Coke. Sure. And, and then that process. give it like maybe five minutes. And because it's already there, all they had to do was like put it together, together. for you and give it to you. Put it, yeah, uh, on a plate or something. Yeah. Oh, man, it would be fantastic. And I mean, and to take it even a step further, uh-huh. if we really wanted, I think I'm really like, this one's popping. This was like light bulbs okay. going off everywhere, yeah. dude. And I think if... You could make it a way, like, even put, like, a window on the outside of the building and have, like, a lane where people could, could drive around. Yeah. And you wouldn't even have to get out of your car. Like, since since the Stay food's the already car. ready, all you had to do is order it. And in the time that it takes you to get from where you ordered it outside uh-huh. to the window, that gives them the amount of time that they need to put it into a bag you, or something you, together. Would you shout it? In, into the window? I think like an intercom or? system. I don't think oh, it would yeah. be that hard because they have those in schools and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think if you just use that intercom system but make it two-way where you can talk back and forth and then so they can have some kind of sensor like as you come up and you, you pull up and then you order. Yeah. You're like, all right, it'll be however much. And then so you can get your payment out and ready. I'm talking about making this as quick and smooth as possible. Yeah. I think it would be awesome, and I think a lot of people would love it because, again, I think it this is a, it's a problem that's in high demand right and, now. And you're and you're thinking, you know, earlier you said you wanted a double cheeseburger with fries and a Coke, right? Yeah. If you sit down at a restaurant, uh, that's what they say, like, hey, what can I get you to drink? You, they, you say Coke, and then they come back a couple minutes go by, and they come back with the Coke, and they yeah. say, what would you like to eat? And you order the food, and then yeah, you wait 10, oh, 15 minutes. We and just then, expedite this whole thing. So your idea is... To, to have food available quickly. Yeah. Okay. So um, can I, is it okay if I ask some follow-up questions? Kind of yeah. like what you did with my last, with of my course. last one, of right? Of course, yeah. Um, when you drive around, you know, really anywhere, uh, you see all these places. Mm-hmm. Uh, one very common one would be McDonald's or the... uh, Dairy Queen, um, Arby's. Uh, Popeyes, Culver's, Zaxby's, like KFC, all these places, what you just described, they're there. That it's what? it's called fast food, and fast, yeah, which is basically what you no. would you would be I, doing. I would have probably called it. What did you quick th- lunch? All those businesses, you've just drove past and you've never wondered. You thought maybe they were banks or something. They're everywhere, so. I mean, was, I don't know. They got the names and stuff right. out there, but if there's no description as to sure. what it is, like and, and I mean, even the banks the, are easy because even just, the drive-through. You've been to a bank before, right? 
and they have yeah, a, they have the drive through. Right. Would, uh, that's what I thought. It was perfect. So kind of taking that idea, they they have that. You you drive up, you order, like you said, you get your payment ready. You drive up to the window, you you pay them, and then they give it to you, and you're still in your car, and you just drive off. So, so they have that. They do. So that's over wow. over two for you. Um, mm. But you still have one, so you could still be batting around what like three thirty. Uh, if you if you get yeah, a hit, three thirty-three. If you get a hit on this last one, so, anyways, which is a Hall of Fame career, right? That is, it's it's Hall of Famer for sure. But um, let's just let's just move on. All right. Um, I've got I've got another idea, not as intricate as my first one, but I'm the type of person, and, and whenever we've been watching games the past couple of days, there have sometimes been multiple games on at the same time, right? Mm. And I love to have a couple TVs going at the same time. Yeah. So I'll have the main television and then you have two, you know, I've even had three TVs going other than the main television, right? So you can watch up to three or four games at once. And now someone might say, well, you can't watch all those games at the same time. No, you can't look at one eye is but on this nice TV. it's nice to have, it would be nice to have them. And it's like, oh, there's a break in this one. Then you look over, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, but this one down here is a commercial break, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I love that. NFL, during the NFL season, it's yeah. unbelievable. We're talking about basketball, right? March Madness, that first weekend, even the second weekend, you can have multiple TVs going, and there's just nonstop action. Yes. Um, during the fall and spring, I mean, you've got NBA and college football and mm-hmm. you know all this stuff going on. So you can find easily find three different things to watch. And, hell, you could even turn on, I don't know, Mission Impossible, uh, you know, Tom Cruise yes. on one of them. And, and, you know, watch that and then keep an eye on the sports, right? Yeah. If you weren't like, I don't really feel like, really investing into the into the game the lakers game tonight so yeah. i'm gonna have tom cruise on the screen and then i'll keep an eye on it yeah it's that kind of thing but it is a struggle it's like oh well i want to watch multiple games now i've got to get all these tvs like i got to go to maybe a different room in the house or the apartment Start bringing and, TVs. and bring tvs in and then yeah. like find something you, you find eight different uh i don't know like dictionaries to set the tv on yeah right it and it becomes like a hassle and you've got to bring all these tvs in and then you unplug them and take them out and take them back to wherever they were from and so i drew up an idea all right and i and, and i there might be something like this already uh which you know a little bit about that coming up with an idea that's that's already out there but so I, far, yeah. I think that it would be really easy to create a TV stand or TV entertainment center where you've got your main TV maybe mounted above that entertainment center. Or maybe it has a mount, you know, on the TV stand itself. Regardless, you're going to have to mount it because, of course, you would have the regular TV stand. It might have some shelves in it. Mm-hmm. But probably the back, and this would be really good visually. I could even show it, but, of course, this is a podcast. But right. maybe you'd have... I don't know, a foot, the back foot of the TV stand. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying like the things that hold up the TV stand. I'm saying like the width, right? A foot of the back of the television. Yeah. You would have these things on the very top of the TV stand where you just pull it up and then you maybe put, you know, you swirl some dowels or something to hold the TVs up and the TVs are stored, the extra TVs are stored in the TV stand itself. So they're already plugged up. All you have to do is just pull them up, or if you want to get really fancy, you know, you see on some some really nice houses where they have like a TV that comes down from the ceiling and they use a remote, you could do the same thing where, oh, you know, uh, there's another game that I'd like to watch that's on, and then maybe you have a remote for it and you pull it up and the TV comes up and it's already hooked up to a Roku or Apple TV or yeah. whatever you have. And then once you're done with it, you just put it back down. Maybe you buy some 
I don't know, some smaller ones. Yeah. But, it, but if you want to get lavish, if there are people that really want some large, you know, extra TVs, you can make the TV stand even bigger. Yeah. I mean, at, at some point, there's going to be a limit, right? You can't have like 80 inch televisions hit right. hit in the TV stand. But I tell you, and what would even be incredible with that is if, yeah. like, at the press of a button, you had TVs coming out. Yeah. Like instead of having to like pull them out and shift them and right screw in dowels well, and it would be it would be cheaper. You know, to produce right. and, and to buy yeah. if it was just like you pull it up yourself and turn it or yeah. something and it holds the TV there. But that it's would a, be awesome. It's, a, it's an idea that I've considered trying to get a prototype together because I feel good about it. Uh, it would have to be a market where it'd be people that are like-minded and like to watch sports or like to have multiple things going yeah. on. And, and I think that it would be a hit. But Best you have buy. to make it affordable. Well, yeah. At some point. Yeah, maybe you could even sell them where the TVs are already installed in the TV stand. That oh, way you don't man. have to buy. It might be a little extra on the front end while you buy it, but then you right. don't have to go out and buy TVs and install them yourself into yeah. the into the stand. It's like a little bundle. Yeah. Oh. It could even come out from the sides, too. Yeah, you know, you one to. at the top. Like, especially, like, you could sell it it's in different endless. ways. Yeah, yeah it's endless. And it would, it would be like, oh, well, I need them to come out from the top because of the space that I have in my house. Well, mm -hmm. boom, we can do that. Oh, I need it to kind of come out from the sides, and I want the TV in the entertainment center itself. That's, sure, yeah. boom, we can do that. You know, things like that. So that's my second million-dollar idea. That I'm here for I it. might actually even be working on. I'll keep you updated on that. Good stuff, so. yeah. Let me know. That might, and like I said, there might be some things like that, but I haven't seen any that are like, oh, yeah. Walmart.com has these. Like, it's not yeah. a common item. So I think that that's a decent idea. But um, Are you ready for my third? I can't hold on to it. Any yeah, I, I guess. So what, what, what is the lack of enthusiasm? Well, it's just the first, just thinking of the first two. Just kind of the, no, you know, the no, history no, no. Listen, you have the, there. Because like, I'm on the right track. I, I'm thinking of problems. I'm I'm thinking of things that multiple people have issues with, mm -hmm. and then we're fixing them now. Right. You know, sometimes you have an idea, you don't realize somebody halfway across the world thought of it first. Yeah. Well, but but again, though, that it hasn't been that as much as like that was invented 20 years ago already, and I'm surprised that you haven't heard of it. There's even a movie if you watched it, it's called The Founder, with Michael Keaton. Oh, it's a great movie. That's about fast food. It's it's literally about McDonald's. So I, you've seen that. I thought it was like a fictional story. I thought, I thought it was like a Harry right, Potter. Let's hear the let's hear your next one. Let's hear your next idea before we Okay. Um now get this. Mm -hmm. The other day I I'm just so I'm really tired of like once a week, sometimes twice a week. I have to, not only do I have to do the dishes, but I have to make sure to do the dishes so that my sink is empty so that I've got space to, to do my clothes. All right? Do your clothes. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like, I also have to wait for the right weather. Right? Yeah. Because I just, I, I think if we could come up with something, and I don't have the technological mind to be able to, to to put it together in circuits and all that stuff. But if we could find find a machine or maybe even two machines uh -huh. that, like, you wouldn't have to hand wash your clothes in the sink and then wait forever for them to dry out on the line outside, I think that it would so be... a washer dryer. Yeah, what? Yeah, almost everybody has them. It's a... Uh, You've got to be kidding me. It's uh, usually they're next to each other. Um, we wash your clothes. There's there's soap that you put in. 
Um, you telling me I've been hand washing my clothes and hanging them out to dry? Well, first off, I, I don't know of many people that wash their clothes in the sink. Um, but yeah, I yeah, that's that's a that's a wa- that's a washer dryer. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let me throw another one at you. Uh, okay. Just, sure. Just one more. This is All the right. la- last shot. Okay. This is it. So, I just I, I've been getting tired of stuff a lot lately. Uh, but another thing, and that, that's good. Like the, the the idea behind this is you. Oh, what? How could I make my life easier? Yeah. Right. But yeah. Again, everyone that you've said is has been in existence for. I think that last one was even like sixty years. Well, you can imagine how frustrating it is to me then to know that to know that they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. My life could have been so much more. For convenient. some reason, I mean, I know you've watched television. Yeah. What do you uh, like? I a mean, laundromat. Speaking, you've speaking seen of, laundromats, right? Where, anyways, go ahead. Speaking go of ahead. television. Okay, that Speaking of this TV. is my last idea, and I just thought of this like on the way here before I came over to the studio. Yeah. Uh, so what if there was a way like, so I get really tired of having to change the channel or the change the input with the buttons on the TV. So what if there was a way that I for like from just wherever I was at? It's a remote control. I mean. There was no way for me to know that. I haven't bought a new television. As a matter of fact, the TV that I've got is a hand-me-down. From, since, I you think haven't bought a new television since, since what, the Carter administration? So, oh, for four today? Yeah. Striking out all over. Hey, that's the process of inventing, though, right? Right. You do have to double-check. And, and like I said, maybe we should have talked before. I thought I wanted it to be kind of a surprise, though. Um, so, a couple million-dollar ideas in this episode. We'll say that. I um, think, I mean... Back to the drawing board. I guess, apparently, we've got a few that are proven to be million-dollar ideas. Right, yeah. Well, if we were talking about million-dollar ideas that already existed, you knocked it out of the park today. So, uh, but that's, I don't think that was the idea. But anyways, yeah. we'll go back to the drawing board, DJ. Like like we said, you, you have the, the rhythm of it, right? You recognize an issue, and yeah. then you solve it with something, but... Like I said, it, there's like a delay for you of like 60 to 80 years. So that's the only issue that we'll have to get past. But we can, we can figure it out. We're going to get with the times, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But all right, that's going to wrap it up uh, for this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pitt. And, uh, this is All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need, the number two, no. 00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.